0: Welcome back to the show. Big thanks to Tech Electronics for helping us out with our studio. Oh, boy. Uh, techelectronics.com is their website. You can check them out online, see all their capabilities for managed services. Uh, you all right over there?
1: I just, I, I, I laugh at my own jokes. I'm pathetic. I'm like, I'm Jimmy Fallon over here. I apologize. Mm-hmm.
0: Jimmy Fallon has a really good relationship with uh, Michael McDonald. Did you know that? I didn't know that. He but That's like yeah. an impression of him. Yeah.
2: Does he really? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. No, why don't you tell everyone why, why you're well, laughing? I was are...
1: laughing because I was I was telling how Cooper Cup of now the L.A. Rams. Well, he's always been of the L.A. Rams. He was never a St. Louis Ram, but uh, how of course he's having a great season and that he's a a, a white receiver, uh, very athletic, Ooh, very white talented. Receiver. Yeah. And so I was. I, I Overfence miracle. <laughs> it is. It is. He's having a phenomenal year for the Rams. And I was just saying, man, I can just only imagine how much of a stud this guy would be if he was in St. Louis. And Gardner, of course, asked the question, you know, uh, could he compete with Harrison Bader? Mm -hmm. And I said, absolutely. Like, they would be, you know, in tandem in more ways than one. Mm -hmm. And then I even went as far as to say, uh, turning to Chris, man, you would never get laid in this town if Cooper Cup was Mm -hmm. here. And to which he was naturally stunned, and and and. how pu- you make that connection. I don't know why I yeah. made that reach, but I just figured okay. because you know, I just feel like you know all the tall women, Cooper Cup and Harrison Bader would probably gobble him up. That would Harrison leave Chris. Bader's
0: probably like five eleven. Yeah, but why tall
1: get- tall women like that They like to be able to pick you up and go. Oh, it's not my experience. And then squeeze it back out. How's Uh-oh.
0: that? Oh, and then what do they do? Back out. Oh. That's
1: generally how it works. I've seen it done before. Look, I don't know the biology behind it, but it works.
0: Uh, Our friend uh, Derek Gould was literally a hero yesterday, and this is a a headline that's out there as well. We failed to mention it during the Cardinals talk earlier. We got so excited. But uh, Derek Gould saved a man yesterday, potentially uh, saved his life, performing CPR in the uh, Cubs' dugout. Oh, carte blanche T-shirt. Friend of the show.
1: Brother of the show. You know, once you come on a couple of times, you become an official brother. But Derek Gold, uh, I think the, was it the one of the camera operators?
2: Yeah. um, I can't remember which Chicago station it was. Uh, Uh,
1: Mike Flannery was the gentleman. He, um, there was a delay. They were
2: using a local uh, videographer. Chicago station was using a local videographer. It was right before. Theo Epstein and uh, Joe Madden were going to meet the media in the Cubs dugout to announce that would be Joe's last game with the Cubs. Uh, Rest in peace, liberal arts baseball. (laughs) Um, Hilarious. And then people were like, well, what's going on? And then the first thing I saw of it was Brian Stoll, Stully. Um, he was tweeting about it. He tweeted something that there was an issue in the dugout. Uh, prayers were needed. Something was happening there. And then Kelly Kroll, who's with Chicago Media, had tweeted out after that, several hours after that, apologizing for the delay and some of their coverage and that stuff because the videographer they were using, um, I guess, suffered a heart attack and stroke in the dugout. Um, and Derek uh, got involved. To help out and assist uh, performing some CPR on the gentleman.
1: He did. According to uh, the report, Derek Gold uh, performed CPR on Flannery before the Cubs training staff and emergency medical personnel took mm-hmm. over. According to the Post's patch, Derek Gold, of course, is a former lifeguard and Eagle Scout who whistle had slinger and CPR. He likes to say whistle slinger. <laughs> whistle slinger. That's indeed. what he calls it. Uh, medical officials say that Flannery was hospital in critical but stable condition. After suffering a heart attack and a stroke, Uh, the stadium doctor, David Tan, said so many people are afraid of doing CPR, but because of Gould's actions, he was the first link in that chain of survival. It's fabulous. It was the early CPR by Derek Gould that probably saved his life. Derek wasn't afraid. He didn't hesitate, and he did it. In the medical field, when you save somebody like this, they call it a clinical save. This is a clinical save that was started by Derek Gould. Period. Hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, that like when you sent us the link, I, I I was I was like, wait, is this like some joke? Is this something in the Onion, or was it something funny on Deadspin? Like I I didn't it didn't immediately register to me until I was I got to the very I'm like, wait, Derek Gould saved a guy. Like that's insane. What a what a moment. And to this doctor's point, yeah, a lot of people are very timid about performing CPR. So, again, if it wasn't for Derek's actions, what a tragic moment that would have been at Bush Stadium this weekend. And what a – I mean, we we love having Derek on, of course, to talk Cardinals, but when we also get him on, we talk about superheroes. He he loves Mm -hmm. comic books. That's one thing that he talks about, how him and his son really share. They love the MCU and things like that. That was a superhero play by Derek Gould. And salute to him and his – just – Bean. Yeah,
2: Benford, why can't you be a hero? Oh, get
1: him. Yeah, get his ass. Yeah, where you at, Benjamin Hockman? Where are your little smart ass comments now? Where are your little comedy routine? Huh? Yeah. You, you ain't saving lives like that?
2: That
1: mm-hmm. was the, probably the best save at Bush Stadium we've probably seen all season.
2: No. no. Yeah, okay. Oh. What did I. No. I was trying to figure out a lead for the story. Hmm. and I uh, was I guess like...
1: you could say it's all gould.
2: Hockman. <sighs> okay. I was texting with Ben Mm -hmm. Fredrickson. uh, And I said, uh, a whistleblower has been the talk of a nation, but on Sunday, a former whistle slinger was the talk of Cardinal Nation. I like it. I like it. I'm Chris Gardner, (laughs)
1: ESPN. (laughs) Yes. A little Sal Palatonio action there. I like
2: it. I like that.
1: I am game for that. That is well done. Uh That is really cool. Have you ever performed CPR? Do you know how to perform CPR?
0: Yeah, but it's been so long been since long. I've been uh, brushed up on it, but yeah.
2: I was uh, freshman year of high school. Good thing to be good at. Yeah. We would take it in health class, and we had one of the dummies that you would use, but that had the electronic monitor attached right, to it. Right, And I did, um, what was it I had? I had 97 out of 100 perfect compressions, which was the best in the class by far so per i had 97 out of 100 perfect compressions the key one of the keys there you got to watch out there in the sternum there's the xiphoid Mm -hmm. process which Mm. is the kind of triangular bone at the tip of the sternum you don't hit that well you want to use that as a guide Uh and go a couple inches up because what you can end up doing breaking a rib is you can break that xiphoid process off oh jesus just from the compressions
1: so, you want to go so the where concussion. the V is right here, yeah. I want to go a little you bit higher. right feel it. it's a
2: little cartilage You can feel it there. You see that?
1: I feel like that's bone all right there. No, it's right here. Right here. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Go about two inches up from there.
1: Up, up the, up the chest?
2: Yeah, and okay. then start there.
1: How much pressure am I supposed to be putting on? You? Oh,
2: that's uh, you got to kind of feel. It's kind of a feel game there. Okay.
1: And I want to do it to the BGs, right? Ha, that's, that's ha, an office ha, episode. Ha, yeah. staying alive. But no, but then someone recently we talked about that story about how someone referenced The Office to how it gave them, you know, guidance mm-hmm. for to provide CPR in a medical emergency, and they end up saving someone's life, and they credited the episode of The Office for doing so. Yeah, where was that? I do remember seeing that. We story. talked about that. Very, I think it was on the radio side, but yeah, it was. Uh, it's pretty funny. I. I whatever works at the end of the day and can, and, and thank you Derek Gould my goodness what shout, a, out. Shout, shout out so we're doing to do shout outs out. we gotta do shout outs what a, what a, what a moment like and that, Derek Gould what if we discover that Derek Gold is an actual superhero how dope with
0: that Yes, he, he did it he did do it you'd have been like um uh hmm you're alright dude probably whatever
1: probably yeah. not even to say that I'd be like you mind if I tweet this out mhm well, you know what? You, know, you probably just would have disappeared. When I you probably don't where he went. I, I got to go. The Helmet Nachos are calling me.
3: <laughs> Ooh,
0: jalapenos.
1: <laughs> now Derek Gould, I will say, is uh, not only a credit to humanity, but certainly his race. But let's see if any of these other individuals will be a credit to their race. It's time for the Great American Race. No open Yes, no, we. But we have a scoreboard.
0: Dun, 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 dun. All
3: right.
1: You didn't get Michael McDonald? He could have got a see. That would have that been an opportunity for him, like, hey, may we do the show, we've been on Corolla, we're friends with Rogan. Can you do a your new intro song? <laughs> Should have asked him for that. How cool would have had Michael McDonald on your intro? Mm hmm. We all love, love, love. We all love,
2: love, love. We all love, love, love. We all love. Uh, what if it's like, we all love, we, we all love. Again, again, I, can't, I get love, love for we them and drive try traf.
1: them and love. really we make we me alive. Love. I enjoy their comedy. Say, taking it to we all love. Taking it to the last. Mm-hmm. Again, missed opportunity. That's what happens. You don't invite my ass backstage. Right. Nevertheless, we have a 460 tie heading into the final Great American Race. Yeah, how did of this the get tied? We got crock- messy last it week. We got
2: very messy last week. I don't. I know a lot of shit went down, and I don't remember <laughs> exactly <laughs> all of what happened. Because I don't think we've ever had scores like this. <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot of bad
1: things. And I, don't think, I think even some of it wasn't even from the great American race. No, I think, I think some of it was yeah. just, just transferred over.
0: <laughs> so it was. Gardner, you're a very bad person to have wielding any sort of power. Whatsoever.
2: I agree with that. He knows
0: it. I think he knows it. That's yeah, why.
2: I've readily admitted that. <laughs> I've never wanted to be in a position of power, partially because of that, just knowing that about myself. Try to put yourself in good positions, right? Yes. I don't want to be in power. I want yeah. to be right below the power. But um, we're at four hundred and sixty each on the final day of September,
1: just before t- Oktoberfest. Now that's is interesting because you when Oktoberfest, when it comes back around, I'm curious because I'm at a disadvantage. That's your month, so I'm gonna have to bring my A game for our Oktoberfest because this is that's hey, this is your month. So I don't know how that's going to work. So I have to finish this strong because the odds are going to be against me. This they that, most it.
2: certainly will be. I'll probably be sympathetic to Chris mm-hmm. that month. That makes sense. It's your month. You deserve it. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Chris, thirty-one we, days, I believe. Now, can you kind of give everybody a brief idea as to how this works? Okay,
2: so you each provide a story that makes the other's culture community not look so great, and then we kind of, I kind of decide to give you points or take away points throughout the discussion. Right. We start with, it's a credit score rating is what we're using. Um, Chris starts with 850, you start with 800 because of systematic racism. Thank you. Um, and we do it throughout a month and then whoever has the better credit score rating at the end of the month is declared the winner of the Great American Race.
1: And it's been a, a back and forth in 2019. There yeah. have been great moments. For the blacks but the whites have had a strong summer mm-hmm. uh, Chris has found black Twitter and he has found some very incriminating story look a lot of things have broke Chris's way over the last couple of months I'll acknowledge and there have been stories where I haven't been able to truly fight so I'm very curious to see what Deadman has up his sleeves hmm. uh, for this final round hmm. in the month of September and because of that Chris hmm. because you had the opportunity to actually spend time in my community in Ferguson recently, mm-hmm. I'm going to allow you to kick off the Great American Race! Still no open. Still no That yeah. doesn't. Okay, that's all okay. try.
0: What do you got for us today, my friend? Uh, in uh, great hip hop names. <clears throat> oh, no, please God. Today's story doesn't disappoint.
1: Oh, no, please God, please.
0: Uh, a woman was recently knocked out. Uh, by a security guard.
3: No, <sighs> oh, I like the baby too.
0: Damn it! For a man named Dababy. No, it's Dababi, <laughs> it, the baby, brother. what Dababy? Okay,
1: Dab- he's got to lose points for that, right? love
2: that. Ooh, I like Dababy.
0: Mm-hmm. Dababy.
1: Dababy.
2: Dababy. Dababy. Dababy.
0: Apparently, a female fan looking to be around twenty-ish. Uh, touched him, got too close, and uh, a man under the employ of Dababy oh, Jesus. Uh, knocked her out cold. Oh my mm-hmm. God, Travis! Are you serious? So not only does he go around asking his friends to call him Dababy, mm-hmm. <clears throat> he employs people that he's obviously okay with uh, striking fans who paid to see him. Mm. And it's not some dude squaring up. Mm -mm. It's a very nice young woman. Mm. There was no weapon. There was no No assault. Nothing. What happened to the guard? Well, he's uh, on full salary and represents Mm Dababy on all accounts.
1: Was he uh, charged? Well, the guard
0: was black. (coughs)
1: Do we know so again, the, Do we know the bodyguard is black? Because there are a lot Your of news source. There's I w-
0: video. I would check. There's video. Be careful, or we'll play it. There's video. Um, so, Dababy. Is, the, is security. the bodyguard black? Yeah.
1: Do we do we know this? Can we confirm I, this? I. would. It's I'm confirmed. Take, I'm I would take, I'm gonna take I'm gonna, another look. I'm going to take. Can, I'm going to take the time. Uh, to look at said video okay. if that's so okay. The baby
0: employs this person. Okay. So that's key to now this argument.
1: now this now we don't know if he directly employs this baby because sometimes the record no, label no, no, the record label no. can provide security uh, the for the headlines
2: these. I see the Bobby's uh security. So yes. that they're they're contributing to the So we're, so we're him. saying
1: he is indeed uh okay. All right. So I will check the video feed. It's about a. Uh, what appears to be like a thirty second video okay. on TMZ. There is a
0: Your news source.
1: Oh, uh let me see. It's kind of a light skin it is is why is oh no, this is this is it's a big boy, that's for a sure. Very big boy. Problematic. He Dababy's security.
2: Actually the size of him, I'm taking more points off.
1: And uh, he is a big boy. No, I just don't is this the video? Who are they fighting? This just seems very violent. Now this seems like he's fighting a a man here, so no. maybe this is a different incident. No. This appears to be a man. I don't think this is a woman. I don't think he'll be fighting a woman like this.
2: Well, if you see the video we saw. Oh boy. Yeah. So maybe that's so. Um. You got nothing, huh?
0: I. I wouldn't either. I might want to just turn turn and tuck tail. Mm. I I I would.
2: Uh, you lost sixty there. points. Hmm. Oh my! Hefty fine. Uh, b- <sighs> shoot. Uh, you might just want to hope your story's decent. Is he? Uh, maybe he was a law enforcement official. Yeah, employed not? by the baby. Taking ten more points off for that. Oh, damn it!
1: I don't even think credit scores can go that low. No. I don't no. think I can even get a bag of chips at
2: this rate. Yeah, you're in trouble. All right,
1: so I'm gonna have to dig deep. Um, leave it to White America to actually live out a real life horror story. Uh, have you ever seen the film The Orphan? Mm-hmm. Everybody familiar with The Orphan. The mm-hmm. Orphan, of course, uh, where this uh, you know this couple they adopt this child. The child is hmm. uh, very, um, let's just say, has murderous tendencies. Mm-hmm, that's fair. Uh, they soon the 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 twist of the horror story is that. It wasn't a child at all. Actually, it was an adult who had a dwarfism type of disease where they, of course, look like a child, but they're actually older. And that this child had escaped, or this individual, adult that looked like a child, escaped from an insane asylum mm-hmm. and was trying to murder people. Yeah, I remember the movie. All right, well, yeah. leave it to White America. Like, oh, that's oh, leave, scary. Leave, leave, leave it to the whites, because they're not just American. Let's leave it to the whites. To actually uh, live out this as a reality, um, this is crazy. Uh, the parents uh, adopted a daughter. Uh, they left the daughter behind, moved to Canada, and they were charged Wait, with where were
2: the parents abandonment.
1: Where All right, were the so I'll start <laughs> hold on the, here. They
2: just, just leave, leave the daughter behind. Where
1: they are in Indiana. The couples from Indiana, <laughs> uh, Christine and Michael Barnett. All right. Uh, they uh, were a couple from Indiana and adopted a Ukrainian born daughter named Natalia in May 2010 from a Florida adoption center. In 2013, they left her in the U.S. and moved to Canada with their son, which Christine says they did not, they did only after finding out that Natalia was apparently lying about her age. The Barnetts were then charged with two counts of felony abandonment of a dependent based on a statement Natalia made in 2004 alleging that she was left alone by her adoptive parents the year before. According to court documents obtained by NBC, she told police that she came to the U.S. in 2008 through an adoption program. The documents also stated that she has a form of dwarfism and stands at three feet tall and needs help walking. Police then say between 2013 and 2016, the Barnetts didn't support Natalia financially while she lived alone in an apartment in Indiana. What? And they were in Canada, where they had moved so their son Jacob could attend a specialized school. Say, okay? so according to the Daily How Mail. How did she get
2: by? <laughs> I don't
0: know. they just left.
2: They just left her. And they left her they and moved, moved to another country. To all all that, that was
0: just uh, this is your friend Natalia <laughs> just, just <laughs> crashing for a little too long. <laughs> Who is paying uh, for the apartment? The, the,
1: the Darnett said. Is, they said she is not nine years old. As charging documents say, they claim she was twenty-two years old, masquerading when? as a child. Oh, no. Hospital records from twenty ten. Uh show her age was approximately eight
0: years old. I will
2: say uh, this. <laughs> it's a pretty good story, Travis. <laughs> it
3: certainly is.
0: Uh, I will I will hearken back to the name of the segment, The Great American Race.
1: They moved! They get no, no, no To Canada. They moved to Can they that was that's the most American thing. No, 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 no. They no. abandoned this child. They abandoned oh. this country? They abandoned the country even with and they're from Indiana. She's it has Romanian. More, uh, white also, than that.
0: she's also not American.
1: <laughs> so it is not known where Natalia currently is. Uh, <laughs> working at a
0: Target
2: somewhere. How did you pay she for can. the apartment? <laughs> Her
0: the, boyfriend.
1: How did she eat? <laughs> I don't understand. Maybe she ate other children? I don't know. Yeah. Christina and Michael Barnett say they're victims of fraud and claim that throughout her time with them, Natalia terrorized the family. Oh Christine God. told a Daily Mail that the former couple thought Natalia was six years old when they adopted her, but discovered, of course, things indicated that it seemed that she wasn't a child, while Natalie... So how old was she when they adopted her? So they say she's 22, so that must mean she now? was a teenager. The, the, the no, documents...
0: No, no, no. no. Not now she's, like,
2: almost 30. Yeah.
1: So they so they <laughs> okay. claim that, yeah. So, yeah.
2: Oh, boy. Yeah. This literally is that plot. Like, yeah. literally. It is
1: almost, like, directly straight from the screenplay.
2: I wonder if it's now inspired it's ha- Now it's hard to believe. Yeah. Because did the parents just say, hey, let's just go with the movie The Orphan. We saw it recently, and this is how we can get out.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, they said... Uh, According to her age, was approximately eight years old, according to bone density measurements. However, hospital records from June 2012 showed she was about 11. At that same year, prosecutors say She's Michael, Ukrainian. Yeah. Oh boy. It really all ties in together, oh we see what's going on. At the same on. year, prosecutors say Michael and Christine legally changed Natalia's age to 22. How do you change a person's age from 11 to 22? That's a big jump. Christine Barnett. It's like
2: Miguel Tejada in Major <laughs> League Baseball. This was only a two-year difference, though. Like, this is bigger this than is any serious. of that. They
1: were literally tacked on Don't ever years. come at me about
2: Albert Pujols ever again.
1: A Bo Disney test show. How about whatever
0: was... the dude Fausto Carmona was not? That wasn't even his name.
1: And that was so he funny. Had a boring ass name that really
0: screwed up I a lot of really fantasy bad. situations I for got... a lot of people. Like, who is he now? Was it her name? Is it Roberto Hernandez? Yeah. I okay. Think so. I was so mad. I was like, Fausto Carmona is a badass. That's name. a dope ass Who's name, name? and he had to change it back. Stupid
1: birth certificate document. So according. Uh, so, Christine Barnett. Once again,
0: it ties his in.
1: His friends. You want me to call you Fausto? <laughs> A family doctor who conducted bone density tests after Natalia was adopted determined she was actually 14 years old or older. The police say oh. the Barnetts told them this month, that month, that Christine Barnett told Natalia to tell others Natalia looks young but was actually 22. But he's now denying that he ever made that statement. The Barnetts say they were victims of fraud and claim that throughout her time, she, of course, she terrorized the family. Um, how did they
2: say how she? Terrorized while giving
1: her a bath? bath, she says she discovered that Natalia had full.
2: Oh no. <laughs> she had full pubic again.
1: Full pubic hair. All right. And said <laughs> at one point, she found proof that Natalia had been getting her period and hiding it. She also said that after the density test, Natalia began talking of killing the family. She drew pictures <laughs> say she wanted to kill family members, mm-hmm. roll them up in a blanket, and put them in the backyard. Christine claimed that Natalia put bleach or Windex in her adopted mother's coffee and told her, I am trying to poison you, oh, no. and that she stood over the couple while they slept. But this is the Ukrainian person, Ukrainian. person doing it.
0: A great American race. No, 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 no.
2: Get no, out.
0: No, no. no. She, and boy, she, did they.
2: We <laughs> left the country. Was they
0: just go. All right, we're out of here.
1: She was lefted uh, she was placed in a psychiatric unit at a hospital after she tried to drag Christine into an electric fence in
2: 2012. <laughs> Feisty. god. I've stuck a fork in an electric <laughs> fence before. It was not pleasant. <laughs> oh my god. Did she like watch the movie and then, like, this is what I'm gonna do? Like, what the hell?
1: Uh, uh so, um, oh my goodness. So, the lecturist was in 2012, and during her treatment, she allegedly told a clinical therapist that she was 18 and described to staff how she had tried to kill family members and had no remorse about it. The Barnett said in 2012, they officially had Ataya's age corrected to 22 in court. To get the psychiatric, need- the psychiatric treatment that she needed. Um, and that was she nice helped. Of here them. she goes. They helped Natalia rent an apartment after which she vanished and stopped returning the Barnett's calls.
2: And then what happened? No one knows?
1: Uh, they now is not know where Natalia is. Well, now they're
2: divorced, too.
1: Uh, and now they're divorced. I had found a oh, little pink God. dress in her closet and a little pink bicycle parked beside her house. She discontinued communication with me. What I did get was a letter in the mail stating that she had changed Michael from the beneficiary of her Social Security income to someone else. The couple named Antoine and Cynthia Mansapli. So she's
2: out there somewhere. She's out there somewhere, probably about to kill somebody. I need to see a picture to know what you're
0: Confirmation, like. the security guard is black, by the okay, way. Damn Light skinned. Uh, okay. I have to
1: say, though, Light I say to actually reenact a horror film in real life is pretty white. They're from Indiana, no less. Uh, not only it's an immigrant, they literally left the states to Ukrainian. go to another. incredible. White. That's a very white
2: country. Don't let Trump get a hold of his I'm story. I'm about to say that he's going to tie that to little,
1: <laughs> at, little Adam Shift, adopting killer orphans. To come to America, Killer scare Orphan, our killer, killer Orphan, great <laughs>
0: punk band. Drake <laughs> oh man, See, um, I saw them at the at the Whiskey and Go Go. Where <laughs> is she?
1: Nobody's asking the questions. I'm going to send Giuliani out. We're going to find the Killer Orphan.
2: Mm-hmm. I saw someone tweet a picture of him where he's on one of the new shows, and he's like this. He's like, and they're like, I know this. I know this from Ghostbusters. He's getting a blowjob from mm-hmm. a ghost. <laughs>
0: Good
1: God. <laughs> So I think this story you got, Indiana, uh, you got Canada, you got, you got killer orphan child. You got a child trying to kill their parents, which by the way, it's very white. You got parents abandoning said child and then refusing to own up to their okay. responsibility. And then after they abandon said child, then they pay for her rent and now she's missing. Okay. That those are very I get white all things. All
2: of your saying, we're tied at 390 right okay. now. I'm making one more scoring adjustment. Okay. I am Adding twenty points to Chris because after hearing everything, I think the parents might have been in the right here.
0: Yeah, uh, I'd move to Canada too. I might bail. Yeah, you can't
1: leave your child but behind. But she's Ukrainian. Man. She is Ukrainian. Mm-hmm.
2: She's. It's not American. She. If it was she another was, American but she doing was, it, she
1: was in the state. Adopted her while she was in the state. They adopted her from Florida, which is you can't get whiter than that. Did they think she was not Ukrainian?
2: I don't think they even knew that. Yeah, I don't. I, I got, after hearing all the details of that, it might have been best for the family just to go, just to get out of Dodge, did which I which m- they did. Did I mention that
1: the orphan girl apparently killed a bear?
0: It's just now you're panda no.
2: Chris gets 10 more points for Damn a it. pun. Damn it, that's a good pun. That was good. So, 420 that. to 390. Damn it. You were up against it, Travis. That was a pretty good story, except... If the feels
0: good beating you with your, your favorite number, too. Yeah, yeah, it
1: does. Like, I like that. Nah.
0: Yeah. Which one do I do? Yeah. Remember, like, the yeah. Yeah. the kids who didn't, like, get to watch music videos and stuff? They'd be like, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Do, I love you. And it's like, dude, come on, man. Do it right. Yeah. 420 to 390. The winner for September in the great American race mm. is Chris Denman. Mm. On Coctober mm-hmm. all right, Travis? That was, that was The tough. girl was Ukrainian. It's difficult. I mean, how do you... If if she would have been truly American, it would have helped you. You might have won. Because that she is a crazy-ass bleeping American. story.
1: That
0: is a, a very...
1: I
2: mean, I'd,
0: I'd take off to Canada, too.
1: Knowing how Where'd very... Where are going, Canada? And do the thing is, away? I'm very interested about is... Uh, the adoption process in the States, it's very intense. Um, so th- a, lot of,
2: a lot of people missed the ball on this. Well, one. maybe you could have looked into the doctor or whoever was involved Shit. with that. I could have done Yeah. That. And that would have been the way to go yeah, to see on. if you that could have better helped. Better get that your stethoscope house. looked at, bucko. Because there's probably more skeletons in that closet if this went down. Right, with whatever the hell you, this do was, do you think
0: like the doctor like had a crush on her, and it's like, yeah, yeah, I'll help you with this. How does, I by the know. way,
2: and they screwed
0: up. They, you have to sell this to Netflix. I mean,
1: that, the movie's already the been done. Yeah, but then to do a, <laughs> but to do a documentary <laughs> version of the orphan, you can't beat that. Mm-hmm. You can't beat that.
0: There once was a film. Now I want to know the scope. I need to see a picture, star, Peter Sarsgaard. I
1: want to see the picture too. It's and then the call. fact
0: that, and I think the thing
1: that really adds to the element that. That again, they really should have sold to Netflix is the fact that she's still missing. That's a great twist to an end of a story. Oh. oh, yeah. By the way, this person that tried to kill my entire family that isn't actually an 11-year-old, but a 22-year-old woman from Ukraine is still missing. Wait, wait Hang on. No wait, wait, wait,
0: wait. Wait, wait. Found her. Oh.
1: Come on. Oh. Put the score Not, back no, up. Put the final. score back it's up. Final. Final. What We're about dying. the dwarf community? That was offensive.
0: It wasn't offensive. What is this? The Great American Pace? <laughs> <laughs> They're called dwarves. <laughs> ah, shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Well, Damn, why Is there a, a well, drop? You
2: know, Trump has a tweet for that. Is there a drop for that for uh, everything <laughs> I said? <yeah>, <laughs> I wonder if they know where she is, actually. <laughs> and they won't say. Maybe they what? moved to Canada for a reason. You get what I'm saying? That's the beauty of this story. Maybe Gosh. you have to hide the evidence. What better way to hide evidence with apex predators around you that's so that jo- might be able to that's a, clean it up for you
1: this will be a this will be a net, i think that the net, the people over at netflix the talent developer, the creative developers over there they have to get a hold of these people to, to weave this narrative together i
2: thought i saw that there was an update on this story somewhere recently there
1: may have been updated story i know there's also an update on another netflix story uh a series that of course captured our hearts and minds not too long ago uh making a murderer uh, there apparently is a prisoner who has come forward and has gone on the record confessing to the murder of the young lady in Wisconsin? Uh, I'll get some more info on that. Maybe we can follow up on that tomorrow. But man, what a these true crime stories are over the moon. These things are absolutely captivating. Just stranger to, than fiction.
2: It is. It is.
1: <laughs> like, look, but we basically based on all these stories, Keith Morrison will be in business. To the end of time, if he wants to be absolutely, yeah. Is that a job you would want to try to replace Keith Morrison? Say, are if, you are you in line? Would that be something you want know. to step the in? The
2: correspondents they have are really good at what they do. I don't think I'm good enough for that. Okay, um, they're trained. They are very good. They're good. And enjoy That's why. That's why people watch. That's true. Um, a more f- less formal podcast format maybe is the way to go. Because not all true crime uh, podcasts are even the same. True. They're not set up with you know, like newsy kind of sounding. Some of the biggest. Uh, but some of them are just conversations.
0: Some of the biggest true crime podcasts are low production, yeah. just two people
2: just right. rambling. Exactly. Um, so maybe that rambling seems like kind of good for me if we were to venture there. I would like to interview some people, though. Like, you know who we've never heard from in, like, the Pam Hupp story? She was married. She had a husband. I've never heard from her husband.
0: Oh, really? I've never heard from I her. don't know why I thought, like, I mean, I would want to be out of that spotlight, too. Yeah, but. But, like, you would I, I assumed he'd passed away or something.
2: Like, I would like to, you know, know a few things, maybe. And if they haven't talked to him, he probably doesn't want to talk. You can understand why. But I haven't heard from him. So like that's that's something I would like to, you know, like, did you have any clue, what what's going on here, like just any, mm-hmm. like I'd like to hear things like that. There are certain certain people I'd like to hear from. That's about it. Hmm. That's we'll look
0: into that. Hey, you can learn about happiest hour Ooh. in person Thursday. Six o'clock, great lineup again this week. Happiest hour in partnership with Jack Daniels. Tennessee Whiskey, big thanks to Sophie's Artist and Cocktail Lounge. We rocked it out. Had a great show last week. Looking forward to another one this week. Show up at four for drink specials on Schlafly and Jack Daniels. And uh, comedy starts at six. So bring some friends this week. Featured partner. We're going back with the young professionals at Gateway Pet Guardians. And they're bringing a dog. Oh, oh it's so cute, too. Very good-looking dog. And, uh, and Teresa will come on and tell us about that. Later this week, but uh, really appreciate them and their support. We need to support them as well. Come out, have some laughs, pet a dog, and uh, fist bump me, everybody. I wanna go that far. Speaking mm-hmm. of
1: happy, I don't know if you saw this story oh mm-hmm. about a gentleman <clears throat> we talked about and nauseum not too long ago when we were on the radio side. It was one of the biggest stories in local sports here in St. Louis. Uh, and Dave Matter of the St. Louis Post Dispatch did a very good job at tracking him down and oh. and a fine story, uh Matty Mock former mm-hmm. quarterback of the missouri tigers um a guy that arrived on the scene he was an immediate star an impressive talent uh but he soon found himself in a ton of trouble uh, off the field uh including a photo a video actually it was like a like a six, six, six the seven second video mm-hmm. of the <gasps> former missouri quarterback uh doing what it appears to be several lines of a foreign substance let's just say that i don't think we ever officially confirmed that it was um the good old-fashioned booger sugar but it's it's safe to say that it was something that you probably shouldn't be stuffing up your nose nevertheless after that video of course was eventually released uh matt mock was relieved of his duties from the missouri program he left the university as a whole and returned home home of course these days is in springfield where he's now an assistant coach with his father uh he's 26 years old he's married um, he had like a, a half a cup of coffee in in Canada a couple years back, and he has acknowledged that he has received phone calls from the XFL. Uh, all he will say at this point is that his options are open. It's not he's not saying that he would return, but apparently he's had a conversation with the folks in the XFL, which I think would be. I'm not sure when the the draft is coming up, but if he found his way to becoming a battle hawk, uh,
2: then... Well, I can't figure out who tweeted it. Someone said battle mock.
1: Battle mock. Yeah. Uh, He ended up marrying his... Give uh, me a Kaka. Okay, sorry.
2: Kakaw.
1: Chris? That was not bad. Not bad at all. He ended up marrying um, his college girlfriend, uh, who was a Mizzou uh, golden girl from O'Fallon, Missouri um he still keeps in touch with some of the people from the program um he doesn't unfortunately according to him um uh, he said outside of Gary Pinkle uh he doesn't really keep up with uh any of the other uh, personnel or uh, things of that nature uh he hopes that the team gets rings and hangs up banners under Barry Odom uh who of course who kicked him off the team before he ever coached the game mm-hmm. uh but he said he's made peace with Mizzou in his past he's has he forgiven himself? That's uncertain. But I don't want to give too much of the story away for those who follow the story. But if you're not familiar, it's, it's a very well done story by Dave out of the Post Dispatch, about a kid who who was white hot at Mizzou, like he was the definitely the big man on campus, and maybe it was too much too soon for him, and he
0: got caught up in the
1: caught up in the substance abuse, which can certainly happen when kids are dealing. with... With a ton no. of pressure and being in college. He was
0: just, I mean, he was one of a million kids that are around Mizzou that acted like that and did those things. And I wouldn't say a million kids. I heard it was the uh, kid that I was privileged, uh, that had access to
1: access of cocaine, and therefore mm. he decided. Oh, I'm just saying there are a lot of kids that well, attend the University of Missouri that play is, football that have for years that don't put true, booger true. sugar but up their nose.
0: Again, I like that this is where he's at now because uh, there are other paths you can go down, mm-hmm. and you could just be. Very true. Uh, yeah. So
1: uh, yeah, so he has worked now. He's working with his father, uh, who is now um, moved from Ohio to Springfield. I
2: thought you were gonna give away any more of this story. No, I was just uh, no. no. I'm
1: just I'm I'm seeing. I was just making sure I covered everything as far as like him and his relationship with his father, wow. uh, because that was another big part of the story when he was at Mizzou. Uh, wow. Because I know his father was also dealing with some issues as well. Like he was dealing with some cancer issues, so he had right. a lot of off the field issues that he was dealing with. But it's good to Chris's point that to see that he, he seems to be in a much better place now. And again, I recommend that everybody go check out the Dave Matter story in the St. Louis Post Dispatch.
2: Can I give a shout out?
1: It is. Oh, we do it's shout out. It's time
2: for
0: We Are Lives
2: shout outs.
0: I'll shout out Hillside Animal Hospital. Thanks for partnering with us. Nice. Gardner, who's your shout out today?
2: I want to shout out a gentleman I'm going to miss. We'll see where he ends up, but okay. he's no longer going to be managing the Chicago Cubs. Oh, boy. Mm. Cheers to you, my liberal arts baseball manager, Joe Madden, who I love and I hate.
0: I was going to say, I've never went from wanting a guy to manage the team I like the most to just cringing every time he did his stupid little act and like because you even, know even how like he went him. out yesterday. I know
2: like, I would like w- him. I would get along with him very well.
0: Yeah, it just, but it's it's weird. It's like I guess maybe it's when your favorite band, uh, you know, has to start writing different
2: types of songs or something. I don't mm. know. Are you a speedwagon kind of deal? Um, <laughs> yeah, they changed. They changed. Um, even Fleetwood Mac, I guess, to a certain extent. You l- um, you
1: you love to hate Joe Madden.
2: Yeah, but I I kind of do that. Number one, because he was a Cubs manager. And number two, because I know I would like him. Mm -hmm. I know I do like him when I've been in the Cubs dugout and have had brief interactions with him. Um, I can see. So I tried to stay away from him, actually. Right. Because I knew I would fall in love. Right. So (laughs) the only way to not fall in love is to stay away. Quit, can't quit you, Joe Madden. I can't quit you, Joe Madden. And I do disagree with him at times. I disagree with how he approaches certain things with rules. Right. <clears throat> I believe he's hypocritical in those ways, I agree. but he has a way of saying it. Yeah. Now, that just <laughs> stop,
3: Joe. So,
0: real quick, two questions. Is he going to manage again? Yes. Is Brad Ausmus going to get fired in, in L.A. and <sighs> for the Angels and Anaheim? The thing
2: is, like, I don't know where Joe is going to end up. I don't know what he wants, but he basically, any of the jobs that might open up, they would probably be Call his. him if first. He, like, right? San Diego, uh the Angels. I think San Diego is perfect for him. Well, the Phillies. He's from Pennsylvania.
1: I think with that fan base in that city, and I think the thing with Joe Madden Can is. Did you see
2: Joe Madden with Bryce Harper? And I some
1: young players. Uh, uh, Jake Arrieta
2: is there. <sighs> I mean, that would
1: be that would be something to who's watch.
0: This, who's going to Chicago?
1: I think it'll end up being
0: um, – A lot of look, talk about David Ross right David now. David Ross
1: has been thrown up, but I think it, it has Over to Girardi? be – Over Girardi?
0: It has to be Girardi,
1: right?
2: It doesn't have to be, no. I,
1: I, I think uh, – I think, yeah, I think to your point, he's a guy that I think if he was in a car The Mets, uniform,
2: I mean, the Mets could be open. Yeah, very too. true.
1: He is a, I, I, it just feels like his personality is too much. because I. It, it, here's why I say that, because the guy did everything you wanted him to do in Chicago. The guy won. And so for me, it has to be the personality because I get they have quote unquote underachieved, but you're the freaking uh, Cubs. Would, uh, you haven't done anything. He has
0: done the last three years. Would, uh, so Bochy's retiring. Mm-hmm. San Francisco would be San Francisco or Seattle more Joe Madden? Probably both. San Francisco is the ultimate hippy dippy, right? Like.
2: Yeah, his uh, van would go. His van plays well on the West Coast. Yeah,
1: he's a very West Coast I mean, kind of guy. I mean, that van
2: good. could just sit on the beach after a game, and he could hang out there if he wanted to. But you mentioned any he can—he will fit in in any of these destinations. I agree. But now, the Angels is intriguing because that's where he started everything. Yes, it's true. he—I mean, So, I mean, that could be something for him.
1: I definitely think it's California bound for him. But I think to his credit, I, I want to say I think it was Benjamin Hockman. Our good friend, who noted this in the Post Dispatch, is that he was the best thing for the Cardinals rivalry.
2: As people said, he noted he changed the culture. There. He changed I mean, the he culture, and he reignited that he rivalry because he got aggressive. Yeah. with the Cardinals. Yeah, um,
1: he called him out early. He was he as soon as he was he, like he was like get the card. He, oh, I, he, well, he went was, ranks, he went very soprano with it, if you will.
2: Well, and he even said so himself. Yeah. And uh, actually, that's how I'd like to honor him. Uh, is going back to that moment when se- several years ago, when he kind of switched it around and got his team being the aggressors within the division and he became the keeper of the rules as I call him because he started dictating like how the game is going to be played that somehow LaRusa passed that passed that on to Joe at some point and right. he got into it with the Cardinals uh, after uh, some close calls at the
3: plate. I'm really disappointed in what the Cardinals did right there, absolutely. I have
2: been
0: disappointed in the past. Absolutely, I have on numerous occasions.
3: Never to this extent. We did not hit uh, their guy on purpose at all. That was an absolute mistake. There's no uh, malicious intent whatsoever on Darren Heron's part. None. Right. My bad. So to become this vigilante group that all of a sudden wants to get their own pound of flesh. Just a reminder, this station does not endorse vigilante justice. That's absolutely insane and ridiculous and wrong. Unless it gets results, which it will. Furthermore, we don't start stuff, but we will stop stuff. We will, we, will, we will end stuff. You've got a lot of nerve talking to me like that, Griswold. But I never wrote this book that the Cardinals written regarding how to play baseball. The Lord Jehovah has given unto you these 15, 10... Ten commandments for all to obey. So take that book and you can read it yourself because I don't give a crap about that book. So I want everybody there to understand that. I suggest you stop whining like a little Joe, No no thought that the pitch could have just gotten away from the bow out? Of course not. Of course not. That is ridiculous. You are now mocking me and making me look ridiculous. That really showed me a lot today in a negative way. I don't know who put out the hit. I don't know if Tony Soprano was in the dug. I didn't see him in there. You wanna talk all this old school bullshit about the rules? Well here's a rule you might remember. I'm the mother the one who calls the shots. And you better pay me the respect that I gave your brother or we're gonna have a problem. A bad one. Now get the fuck out of here. I woke up this
1: morning. We played the part as well as anybody and 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 again I think I speak for a lot of Cardinals fans uh I mean yeah we wanted we we definitely enjoyed hating the guy for obvious reasons but he did he did reignite this rivalry it was dead in the water for a long long time
2: well that was part partially by their design to not win yeah so. very
1: true <laughs> also very true but yeah I'm curious to see how the Cubs uh respond after that because again uh, I think we said in our group chat it sounds like the Cubs are going to be doing a a bit of fire selling in the off season. There's a farm system they do not have. We know Theo is, uh, is a, a big spender, and they have a, a nice little payroll in Chicago. But it sounds like they're not going to be of where they are right now. And I think in order for them to, quote, unquote, I guess turn it around, they're going to have to probably start selling off some parts.
0: We'll see how that plays out. Uh, oh, what, what are they going to do? I, I don't know. I don't, they're not ab- that far. I mean, they're not that far off from no. being right in contention. Yeah, they're they're probably – I mean, just make some bit minor adjustments. Yeah, I we'll mean, see. yeah,
1: yeah, they're gonna, yeah, but I mean, you got, you got Lester getting uh, longer in the tooth. Um, you're gonna have to address probably that bullpen. And again, what are you gonna do with Chris Bryant? But again, a guy like Chris Bryant can fetch you some very top-tier talent in the when it comes to prospects. If there's a team that's willing to bide, I would imagine there's gonna be. Him. I mean, I don't know. It's not a given that he's comes. He comes back as a cub. At least that's whether they're talking to Chicago whether I agree that's or not so weird. it is very weird because they just gave the guy a sweet ass contract two years ago so we'll see how that plays out mm. but my shout out uh, as we get out here <laughs> is to your to your uh, a favorite uh Billy Bi- Billy Eilish she performed on SNL this past weekend mm-hmm. and it was very good very impressive
2: some people were dogging it I saw
1: I I, I don't know who it was very unique uh she kind of did this like zero gravity performance. Uh, as her first song on SNL. And of course, she announced this past week uh, that she'll be going on a major 2020 tour uh, with a stop here uh, at the Enterprise Center here in St. Louis. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. I think 2020 is going to be her ultimate major breakout year. And I'm excited to see it. Very talented. And I thought she kicked off the new season of Saturday Night Live very well. And Man, and shout out to, I think we got a return of Maya Rudolph, apparently, as Kamala Harris. Mm -hmm. And I think um, there was a new cast member that also did, Andrew Yang, as well. And Andrew Yang was very happy with the performance. No, it's not. It was not not Shane Gillis (laughs) who, who was... And that, but so shout out to <laughs> Billy. Uh, she's uh, an incredible talent. I'm excited to see what she has in store for 2020.
0: Shout out to Brian Owens and everybody over at Life Hearts nice. Inc. It, uh, it was an awesome show last night, and they did a great job. Kennedy Holmes, was, uh, we have a bunch of photos. And,
3: shout out uh, to Michael McDonald. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: yeah, everybody was just amazing, and it, it, it took a village, people. You I did really it. Did. Uh, for Gardner, for uh, Travis, for myself, we've got J.E. tomorrow. Yeah. Get ready for the first hour as well. Okay, could be interesting. Sounds good. All right, see you then. Bye, or peace.